0: Lessons from high impact leaders. For the past thirty years, I've researched the disciplines, habits, mental models, and assumptions of the most effective leaders. This podcast takes what I've learned from over two thousand of these influencers and distills it into practical tools and tips you can use immediately. So let's get started. Look, well, good afternoon. Or good morning, or good evening. I don't have any idea when you're listening to this. Maybe you are in the middle of one of those days or one of those weeks where you have to stop and think. I'm not sure what time it is either. <laughs> well, I'm recording this like I do often on a Saturday afternoon. I live in the Puget Sound area, and it is uh, the beginning of summer, the end of spring. And I'm not sure when you'll be listening to this, but it's roughly that time when I'm recording this. And it is one of those days where everything i had planned today to do was actually weather dependent i oddly foolishly expected that the weather would be what it was forecast we often call the app that's used to forecast weather around here or to report forecasts in AccuWeather <laughs> with apologies to AccuWeather because it's just never accurate um, one of our friends says the best weather forecasting app he's ever used is a rock he hangs a rock from a rope outside of his window, looks outside his window, and if the rock is wet, it's raining. If the rock is dry, it's not. <laughs> if the rock is moving, it's windy. If the rock is frozen. It's cold. <laughs> that might have been a little more accurate. Had a whole bunch of things planned today. All of them outside. It was going to Go do another flight school lesson this morning, but uh, clouds and rain didn't cooperate, so canceled that. Had some few a few things I was going to do outside too on my on my house. I was going to paint, gonna pull some weeds, all that. Uh, and you know what? Just don't feel like doing it because the weather changed from sunny to rain, and then rain to sunny, and sunny to rain. So I thought, you know what? Let's just pop in here and record a couple of podcasts. So here I am at an undisclosed location recording a couple of podcasts today. And as always, there's uh, there's some sort of wonderful libation that I'm sipping on, and a wonderful cigar at the same time. And if you heard the last podcast, as these I think are released probably in the order that I'm recording them, I was enjoying and am still enjoying a Rocky Patel fifteenth anniversary uh, cigar, and it's a wonderful cigar. It's a you know seven and a half inch long cigar, about a fifty ring gauge box pressed. Um, nice oily maduro wrapper and i'm about halfway through so i finished the first half of it when recording the last podcast and i'm also enjoying it with this look at that Ooh, that is beautiful this is some glymphitic 15 Mm. yep 15 year old wow it's so good such a good thing really you know i like scotch and i like bourbon kind of go back and forth between the two Not every day or multiple times a day, but (laughs) i uh, I really enjoy a good scotch once in a while. It seemed like it would pair well with this cigar, and I was correct. It did. Here's a thought I want to share, and let's call these series of thoughts, actually, today that I'd like to share with you. One person's trash. Let's get to work. One person's trash. Well, you know the line, one person's trash is another person's treasure. So when those 1-800-JUNK guys showed up at my house to carry off my trash, they were giddy with plans to put most of it to use. I was really happy to pay 280 bucks just to be rid of the things that no longer had any value. Well, really, they no longer had value to me. The old bookshelves and bicycles and bins and broken toolboxes were a treasure trove to our new junk friends. And I learned a lot about the two of them while we loaded the truck together. One had come to the United States four years ago to escape some violence in a Mexican border town. He was a master woodworker. He created some of the most beautiful furniture I've ever seen. His cracked iPhone 6 was full of pictures. And the other guy was a single father with two young children. He worked 14 hours a day to provide for them. And he planned to paint my trashy cabinet... And put it in his daughter's room. His phone was also full of pictures of his beautiful son and his beautiful daughter. I expected them to show up, barely concealing their judgmental thoughts below the brims of their hats as they wondered how someone could accumulate so much crap. I was a little embarrassed, and that image of them is why I delayed calling for a few weeks. But, These men were joyful and they were hardworking and they were curious and innovative. They were even grateful for the treasures that they had discovered. Their faces have been with me since. Within minutes of their arrival, I saw them light up. Rather than simply focusing on the transaction of the hour, haul this guy's junk, he'll give us money. They looked at how they could transform my trash into treasure. In their excitement, I saw something Truly remarkable. They imagined a transformation of everything around them into something beautiful. Weathered truck and clothing and skin couldn't hide the brilliance of their worldview. One man's trash is another man's treasure. It just takes some transformation. They inspired me to think a little more deeply about that way of living. When we have a transactional approach to life, our focus is on present relative value. How's that for a fancy accounting term? (laughs) We make efficient exchanges and manage risk and appraise and assess, calculate relative worth, and then we expect to have an exchange for goods or services that benefits us. Transaction complete. We walk away slightly richer or better or more satisfied in some measurable way. Much of our lives operate just so. There's nothing wrong with that approach. It's a transaction, after all. It's not a problem until it becomes our worldview. The transactional worldview reduces everything, including our relationships, to simple cost, benefit, risk management, equations. We create a world around us that's shallow and predictable and safe and linear. Something or someone costs too much time or money? Move on. Something or someone doesn't provide an expected benefit? Move on. Something or someone is too risky to our brand or our image or our plans? Move on. It's simple. It's just a transaction. It's as if this worldview means that someone's treasure becomes our trash. When we no longer see transactional value, we just trash it, or them, and then we justify our decision. We justify our decision like Michael Corleone in the 1972 movie, The Godfather, when he said, it's not personal. It's strictly business. Do you know how difficult it was for me to not try to imitate his voice when I said that. (laughs) Transformational thinkers do not view people or junk in this manner. They see lasting value regardless of the circumstances. They see health in sickness, a gift for a child's room in a junk heap, King David in a chunk of marble, opportunity in storms, growth In disappointment. They look for what could be. Their risk management equation is of a different kind altogether. Rather than calculating what something could cost if they act, they imagine what opportunities will be missed by not acting, by not investing. They see everything as transformable, including themselves. Transformational people are the ones who make the biggest changes. They're the ones who, well, transform what's around them. They actually create treasure. When I thought about it, it occurred to me that just because someone sees valueless trash doesn't mean they're correct. Value doesn't decrease because you or I can't see it. It doesn't decrease because it's buried, or bruised, or broken, or worn out, or tired. Transformational people know this, and they live their lives, moment by moment, with that as their worldview. Well, after the junk guys left, I looked around the house and I saw my tools, and my work boots. Even my friends a little differently. I looked at things I've trashed and pondered. What if I work to turn my own trash into treasure? What if value treasure is right in front of me <laughs> and I've been too transactional to see it? Well, let me invite you to join me and... Reconsider what you've trashed, small or large. Perhaps there's yet transformation to be nurtured that will unlock undiscovered treasure. Huh, something to think about. I think I'm going to enjoy the rest of this cigar. I'm going to relight it, I was yammering for so long. I'm going to enjoy this cigar right here. Mm. another sip of Glenfitic. Mm. good stuff Ah, take care my friend hope to see you around the corner sometime be well thanks for joining me in today's school of leadership this podcast is part of the Archimedes experiment, leveraged wisdom from the world's most effective leaders if you're interested in more go to my website dhicks.com remember my first name has only one E where you'll find more short and helpful podcast books, and blog posts. If this was helpful, maybe even share it with some of your friends. Have a great day.